Up next on the You Entered Not Yet podcast, we have a man that has gigged all over Ireland. Now, I don't know how me and him fell in with each other. I don't know how I know him, and I don't know whether I want to know. I would be scared if if Brian was able to give me an answer to that question. He's just off the back of releasing his debut EP, and he's here to chat to me about it this evening. Ryan McYarty, how are you, lad? Well, what's the crack? I'm, I'm the good. I'm, I'm warm. I'm very, very warm. Do you know what I mean? But I'm okay. Good, good, good. A wee cup of coffee there, so I'll keep you going. Of course, of course. But I suppose for anybody that doesn't <clears> know you, tell me who you are, what do you do with yourself? So I am a singer-songwriter from Cookstown, uh, County Tyrone. Uh, yep, play uh, local gigs uh, around my area, any anywhere I can play, to be honest with you. Just love music. I'm a music guy. Fantastic. When you were growing up, you know, I always think that like my musical tastes the roots were started with my dad, who loves all types of music, and then just branched out from there. Was there anybody in your house, or was there a friend, or a cousin, or did you just like find music on your own? Probably the same way as you. My dad would be big into music. Mummy's big into music, listening to different tracks, uh, like from Fleetwood Mac to American Country to um, even my brother's sort of dancey stuff, a mixture of everything, you know, basically, but. Came mostly from mum and dad and the car trips away when we were away, Donegal, go anywhere, just music always going on, you know. Funny you say about um, trips away because I always remember we used to go away every August down south and I don't know why, but my dad had these like CDs that he brought every year. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> like, Same like track. The, you know, like the Pet Shop Boys, like the, the ultimate hits of the Pet yeah. Shop Boys was there and I was just like, I don't need yeah. it all year round, but just this one time. Just that know? one time. <laughs> ours was, ours, mine had to be Alan Jackson and the tape recorder. Brilliant. Was put on the same tunes, best of, obviously, uh, of him. So, listening non-stop. Who would you listen to now? Are you listening to a variety of stuff or, you know, has it been just the same that you've always been growing up with or what's the crack been there? Um, I'm listening to a lot of like American country artists from Luke Combs, then Ed Sheeran's one. He's hopefully one day I'll be able to meet him. <laughs> a wee bit of a talk on that's my guy. How like of course, as I said before, Fleetwood Mac, all the greats, anything, anything and everything. Like, my music range goes from out of this world to you know, just all over different have, stuff. Like, have you ever got the opportunity to see Ed Sheeran or Luke Combs? Yes, I've got the opportunity. I want to think. Four or five times I'm happy to see Ed Sheeran. That's crazy. But, um, <laughs> you do like him then? <laughs> I do like him, yeah. So, uh, and then Luke Combs, obviously, I, I didn't get the I didn't get the text for him, so I'm a bit raging on that, but hopefully something will come up and I'll be able to maybe spend ridiculous money to see him, but uh, it'll, be, it'll be good. Hopefully. Happy days, man. Happy days. And, you know, you play guitar, so I want to ask, number one, do you play any other instruments <laughs> at all? So I play guitar, tin whistle, Low D whistle, which is the same as your normal tin whistle. And I've recently just took up the banjo to try to add it into the set as well. We bit of Chad stuff, as I say. I love the Chad music as well. I was just down there at the Belfast Chad Fest there last Sunday. Fantastic. Playing a wee session with uh, a group of mates in the in the Deer's Head. Mm. So shout out to them for inviting me down. And tell me this. It's actually, it is going on as we speak. And I hope to maybe get to something throughout the rest of the week, you know, in terms of like trad music in general, I always say to people when people ask me about trad or going to flas or going to sessions, trad music touches your soul. What does trad music mean to you? It's just the it's the general buzz you get from that. The atmosphere is unbelievable when you're listening to trad music, whether it be in a pub or a concert. 
just everybody clapping, everybody having a crack. You could walk up to anybody that's in the trad music scene and talk to them as if you knew them your whole life, mm. you know? Like, I always definitely found that it was a very welcoming scene. And Yes, that's the word. I am not musically, musically talented at all, but I know that if I had a song that I liked to sing and was even half decent at it, if you were at a some type of session, you'd be welcomed up to sing it or to read a poem or to play your instrument. Yeah. Wouldn't that be correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd be welcome to sing it if you can sing, if you can't sing, if you're just there for the crack. The whole buzz about it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I just, I love it. Like, And I suppose when we're talking about, when we're on the subject of trad, you were playing at the Tronefla in Kaliland? Yes, yes. Playing the Tronefla in Kaliland, yeah. Um, how did you get you on there? Did you great, enjoy great. You've done a great job at the MC, so I'll <laughs> give you a wee shout out too. Brilliant. Um, I absolutely loved it. It was really my first time playing at a wee event like that. Um, mm-hmm. Just very family orientated and wee games out playing, just seeing seeing everybody out just playing and having fun. Great weather um, and lack of tunes. Like, sir, how could you beat that? Definitely. Without you know? right. And were you in Dremore at all there at the Ulster Flower, were you? I didn't get to the Ulster Fla. I didn't get down to it. I normally go to the All-Irelands, yeah. All-Ireland Flas. So I think it's a Mullingar this year. So hopefully I get a trip down. That's what I was going to say. I unfortunately um, was sick last year and, and couldn't get. But will I be seeing you? I will be seeing you Mullingar the year, yeah? Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully I'll be down with the guitar playing a couple of tunes. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> I was asking you, you know, how many instruments do you play? Because... You know, I can hear a lot of it, and I've seen you live numerous numbers of times. I can hear a lot of it in your in your recent EP, which will come on in a wee minute. But I want to yeah. bring you way back to the first time that you ever lifted a guitar to like try and play it to learn a chord. Can you remember that? <laughs> can you remember how that felt? Very, um, very frustrating mm. to try to get the sound right of the chord first. Mm-hmm. Um, my first actual instrument was the tin whistle. My best mate now, uh, Donald Canavan, actually was my teacher in P4. Right. So I'm playing away with him as well. And we've done France, uh, Lorient Festival there in France with uh, Donald and Dervla, his daughter. Um, check her out on all the socials. Unbelievable whistle player as well. So definitely they did have a big impact on my music as well. And just helping me out, you know. So if I says, what do you think of this? I'll go to Dervla and play a wee bit. And she says, uh, maybe I'd maybe you could go down this route or so they kind of helped me a big, big time. So I'm very appreciative of the two of them. And you were away with them in France. Tell us about that festival. What was the crack there? So it was, uh, it's called Intercaltic Festival in Lorient in France. Right. Uh, great, great, great crack. Uh, we went down with, um, obviously Donald, myself, Dervla, uh, Andy McGregor was there as well. He's a paper drummer. So we went across with the ball of papers, drummers, uh, different instruments, uh, playing different gigs with the drummers, and it was just a different experience. It was unbelievable. The sound of the pipes and all. At, at the start, I was kind of iffy with the pipes, but they grew on me, and I love the sound of the pipes now. The big, the big drone and a lot of them. It's unbelievable when you're playing with them. You know. I always wondered. I'll go back to say that the fly that we had in Kaliland, the throne fly there, or any of the flies or sessions, and we talked earlier about this sort of welcoming thing where you know if I walked in with a tin whistle and, and you were playing you, you'd be very welcoming for me to join you if I was able to keep up with you and it was able to sound good it, but is that is that difficult to try and like so obviously you've been playing for a long time say I've been playing only for uh, two or three years you know is it yeah. difficult to try and keep up with people that you've never actually met before um well not really I really grew up with the, the whole uh, playing by ear which mm-hmm. um 
very happy that I can do that and I've picked that up because you can play along with anybody no matter if they're only a beginners if they're intermediate or professional so they throw you a key say if the song's in the key of D they'll say key of D and then I just play away for anybody you know? who doesn't know I think it's been a long time since I've had somebody on here who's who's explained or who's said that they instead of reading music they can actually you know play by ear so for anybody who doesn't know what that means what does that mean playing by ear now it's it's basically that if I was to back somebody up on a timistle mm-hmm. and they were playing a tune, say in the key of G, mm-hmm. G is your first note on the guitar. So your first chord is G. So the rhythm, I could just pick up the rhythm. I can pick up the chords, throw my own chords, just play along with them, you know. So okay. it's great to be able to do. Definitely. So it is, it's def- definitely a big gift that I've been given because of the whole, as I said before there, um, I can't really... I can read music, but it'll take me a long time. But if I was listening to a song, uh-huh. I'd be able to pick it up a lot quicker, you know. Right, and it's 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 a it's a like I remember the first time somebody trying to explain to me that what that means, and my head being blown that somebody can hear, you know, a, a, a selection of notes and be able to say, okay, that's da 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 da, da and then just just chime in. You know, I just I, I, it's, in, a, yeah. it's an amazing talent, it really is. You know, it's great. It's great to have. To have that, like, so it is definitely in the in the trad scene anyway, because you can jump in with anybody. But as I said before, if they're beginners, intermediate, professionals, you can kind of just jump in and work it out, you know. Definitely. And I suppose then I got to ask you: Can you remember your first ever gig? Can you remember the first time? You know, now, now when I ask people this, their first ever gig could have been on Christmas with in front of their granny and granda in the front living room. The first ever gig could have been down their local. The first ever gig could have been doing, you know, supporting a singer at a, at, a, at a chapel or a wedding or something, but or, or it could have been in a pub or it could have been at a, at a festival or anything, but can you remember yours? My first ever gig, well, playing ways would have been, had to have been probably the Tin Whistle. Now, as I said before, Donald Canavan, he's, um, he goes around the schools now, now so he does teaching uh, Tin Whistle and guitars to P4 and up. So whenever he was taking me, I was in P4, I think, and my first ever gig really on stage would have been, um, probably would have been maybe, the Procale Centre in Cookstown right. in front of maybe a ball of other schools we got up and we were playing the tune so it had to be around P4 P5-ish that was the first time just playing with them but uh-huh. my first actual gig probably playing the guitar would had to be on the Burnavon stage uh, another girl a woman here sorry in Cookstown Carol Dewey mm-hmm. she runs the hub she had a has a wee theatre group called Open Door Theatre and I was a part of that, which uh, was unbelievable crack as well. So I probably would have been about 12. I was performing on stage in the Bernabin and singing for the first time, probably on a stage stage in front of an actual audience full of older older people. And it was very nerve wracking at the start. But then once you get into it and once they started singing with you, just adrenaline and just you got this rush. And it's that rush that I love playing out in the pubs you get everybody singing along with you if you're singing the traveling soldier you just shout out you know sing along and everybody goes, ah crack. that sort of crack just yes. gets you going really really pushes you on you know so your first single was and please correct me if i'm wrong the music belongs yes yeah and it really does hark back to that sort of typical session <laughs> yeah is, is that it's where the, it came the, from it's sort of came, the music belongs. So it's, the reason why I wrote that one was because um, obviously our family is very musical oriented um, and 
just it's it's one of them, you know, in this house the music belongs, as I say there's a line on it, um rise up early in the morning. So basically saying about the music's playing throughout the house, which every Saturday whenever I was younger, Daddy would have been down making breakfast and the tunes would be pumping from the kitchen, playing around the whole house. So it's really about our house and, and the McGarties and, and Gallagher sides, just the music. Just it's 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 there, you know. It's it's like the music is is in your bones. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Perfectly. <laughs> and then the latest EP, it's called Horizons. People talk about themes of albums or themes of EPs, and you know, calling it Horizons could convey beauty. It could be something that's unattainable. It can be something that's disappearing. It can be something that's coming at you. It can be all of the above. Where mm. did the name come from? So the name, I was just, I just sitting looking out the window, picturing just what the album cover would be like. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, just Horizons came to my head for the actual, like a sunset and, and Horizon. So the front of the of the CD cover is a Horizon. Yes. And then I was thinking, then obviously the back, so there's just the Horizon and then the back of it is a nighttime, like starry look. So it just, just came from, it's very, it's hard to know, explain it. I just love, I love horizons and I love water and I love the beach. So yes. I, all of that came together and just that's what the, the front of it was, the front cover was, you know. Fair play. We'll get stuck into some of the music and some of the tracks that are on it. Best year of my life, I get serious American country vibes from this track. And I yeah. would say that that definitely influenced it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. In fact, yeah, that, that definitely that sort of Luke Combsy vibe because I was listening to a ball Luke Combs, that sort of Luke Combsy vibe and Alan Jackson a mixture of all the American country artists that's uh, definitely influenced that song there Has 23 been a good year? Well it has been so far yes but actually the, the best year of my life was actually written for my brother's wedding so it's a wedding song I've oh. read it for my brother for his wedding next year he's coming up uh-huh. Um, so I've read it for that best year of my life I just named it best year of my life I don't know why, actually, just just from his point of view. Of course. The best yeah. year of my life, you know, so uh-huh, it's not uh-huh. obviously buying. Yes, yeah. very, you know, happy for him and all that. But best year of my life, really, from his point of view, you know, mm. as the, the song goes, uh, making you my wife at the end, that's the last week. So it's all about that picket fences and growing up and kids and the way that's the last verse, you know what I mean? So that uh-huh. sort of stuff, you know. Married that's, life and all. I don't know nothing about that yet. Like, but. <laughs> <laughs> and neither do I. <laughs> I know, but that's what I get just from listening to other songs and different mm. be picking things, just picking me things out and making up my own words and, and music and all for it, you know? Right, right. It, it is, it, it's, a, it's a lovely track. And then I want to ask you about, you know, Travelling Cure. It's probably a lot more stripped back than yeah. the rest of the tracks. Where did this come from or what's the influences behind this? I would have to say Travelling Car sort of vibes I get from it whenever I listen to it even back and play it out mm-hmm. is more Fleetwood Mackey vibes sort of that mm. sort of chilled out um, dreams sort of go your own way that sort of track you know Travelling Car is basically um, uh, I think of the if you want to if you want to leave this world and get away to another galaxy far far away so basically just sometimes people maybe are trapped and they think they're trapped and they want to get away out of the road. So basically your traveling car, just take it anywhere, do what you want to do. You know, I'm more of, I'm, I'm very chilled out, kind of a guy, just uh-huh. go with the flow vibes. So that's really mm-hmm. what that song's about, you know? 
right, right. It is. It's it's, it's it's a lovely track, you know. And then the the one that got away and the low whistles in this one. And when I, mm-hmm. I I don't know why I don't know whether I hit this one. This was you know this is the first track I listened to on the EP, and I was just like, oh, because I love that you know the low. I love the ten whistle, the low whistle. I think it's it's a beautiful you know both beautiful instruments and yeah. definitely add an extra layer to oh yeah any song they're on and i probably that's what attracted me to listen to you whether that be gigs or wherever because you were playing the low whistle and i was like oh melting yeah. too here <laughs> it's, a, it's a deadly lovely lovely instrument so it is and, and the combination between the two whistles the high whistle and the low whistle mm-hmm. is is beautiful like when you're listening to the two of them playing together now, the one that got away, it's not about anybody. Everybody's saying, is it about somebody? Is it about <laughs> yeah, somebody? It's, just, it's more that just, I just fell in love with the wee chorus. And actually, the chorus of that song, I've made it up first. The, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, indeed, item, the whole Lilton. Yeah, love The whole that, Lilton love thing that. from the trad. Uh-huh. So that's, that's where you're, that's from the words of it now. It's, as I say, it's, it's maybe, maybe it is about somebody, maybe it's not, but I'm not going to let, you know, I'm not going to uh, let anybody, anybody think yeah, <laughs> who's yeah, the bitch, yeah. whatever, you know. But, Fair enough. As you say that that Lilton and that little um in the course and I was just like, Oh yes. Do you know what I mean? It was I was just yeah. vibing with it. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it's a lovely, a lovely track. But I have to say my favourite on the EP has to be winning. Um because I I I love again the low whistling, you know what I mean? Um and but the colloquialism of, you know, I don't know whether it's a throne thing I'm, or whether it's a sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry, I'm going to flip this around. It's new. What would you, when you're listening to the song, what do you think of when you're listening to? I don't think of, I don't think of love. I think of somebody asks you, me and you, like, for example, I see you at the Trone Fla. Well, what way are you getting on today, Ren? I'm winning that. I'm winning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah. to me, it's that colloquialism. I don't know whether it's a Trone thing or a, a Northern thing or an Irish thing, but it's, it's the way of we communicate. And, you know, there's probably a um, literary phrase other than the word colloquialism that I can't, I don't know. But instead yeah. of just saying, oh, I'm good, how are you? It's like, you know, it's like it's, it puts into the sporting context almost. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's great to hear. Actually, I love hearing different people's views on, on the songs that I wrote, right? Myself, you know, um, it's good to hear good feedback and what do you think it's, you know, because it's basically, for me, it's basically... It's it's probably one of my favorite songs on it. Apart from obviously winning a or apart from best year of my life, wrote from a brother. That's mm-hmm. very I love that song too. Of course, but of course. winning's probably my favorite song on it because it's about no matter everybody in 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 sort of life now is all obviously Facebook, Instagram, all this crack, and yeah. uh, I'm not getting a ball of likes in this, and I'm not getting likes in this. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm ve- feeling very down, and they get down and harden themselves down, harden themselves really. I don't know what the word is, hey, but they're just some people too hard on themselves. So what winning is about, really, it's about there are many wonderful places like waterfalls that are crystal clear, but with the sun in the sky and you by my side, I'm winning every day. So it basically means whether that be a girlfriend, a wife, a friend, just good friends around you, whatever you have, you're winning no matter what, how many likes you get on a poster. You know, all that crack. As I said before, I'm very easy going sort of a dude. I don't really think I like this. Oh, I'm doing well in that song. Or I'm not. Or I got a thousand likes in this year video. That must be good. That must be what people want to hear. I do my own thing. And I think everybody 
if they do listen to that song and if you have listened to my, my CDs, thanks very much for listening to it. But I think everybody would needs to sort of listen to that song and listen to the words of the song. You know, it really means a lot more than just winning and likes or as I said before, Facebook and stuff. It's all about just life. You're here, you're winning, no matter what you're doing. If you're doing it for you, if you're doing it for somebody else, you're just winning. That's what it's about, you know. Dude, come I like and I'm I'm <clears throat> pardon me. I'm glad <laughs> that, that you know, from hearing you hearing you chat there because I was I was sitting in work today and I was, you know, you know the way you're like and we discussed before we we started recording about you know lo- having loads of different plates spinning and you know trying yeah. to get places and all the rest and there's a lot of times you think to yourself like what am I doing here you know I'm in trying what is this, this about and, yeah yeah and, you know and I'm not getting any feedback it not none of it's positive people aren't even maybe yeah. responding um and you know sometimes you have to just like say to yourself no I'm winning here do you know what I mean I'm going you know you're going, winning yeah you're going places you don't know you're going them places but they are you know mm-hmm. what I mean something I am sort of a song you know it's, it's more and as I say I, I'm doing the music I'm just releasing my own songs I've only started releasing my own songs really this year of, of that, them five tracks and mm-hmm. at the end of the day I'm not releasing them for uh, if if I get found out somebody listens to the songs and relates to them and gives me a call up or whatever and says anything you know I want to work with you or whatever perfect but I'm not releasing these songs to make money on them I'm not I just love love what I do and, yeah. and just releasing my own tracks, you know, hearing good positive vibes back. You're and doing it. it you're I'm, doing it for the right I'm reasons. Not, I, I'm not so much. Sometimes you may get not good feedback from them. Or I don't like this song. Just say, "Oh, that's okay. That's your opinion." You know what I mean? So more chill. You know, as I say, it's just about winning and and everything you do. You know, fair play, fair play. So before we we come on to. A little bit of a fun quick fire round. Have you got any upcoming gigs or any upcoming sets or anywhere where you do a bit of residency or anything like that at all? So I've got a few just local gigs around the town. Um uh Bill Wheel in Kildres, Time Bar in Cookstown. A few weddings coming up too that I'm playing at events and there's an event coming up actually in at the Brackville Club. Oh yes, yes. Uh that one is on let me see. I'll be playing on the fifteenth. Uh, of September that's the 15th of September so I'll be playing there it's, a, it's going to be a good old crack outdoor festival and all that crack but I'll be playing in the bar area hopefully after uh, hoping some people come in listen to the tunes and enjoy the vibes you know fantastic fantastic obviously a few pints too oh without a doubt without a doubt keepers oh we can't be thirsty you know? I know <laughs> <laughs> of water of water pints of water yeah yeah very true <laughs> <laughs> well look well, like a wee, a wee a quick fire round. So, yep. first question. I ask oh, pretty much the same questions to absolutely everybody. If you were a drink, alcohol or otherwise, what would you be? People say, I'm like a pint of Guinness because people pretend to like me. What would you be? Um, I was going to say Guinness too because I love it, but, um, but you could say, that's I don't fine. know what that's, that's fine. But you, it doesn't have to be in the context I said it. If you just love a pint of Guinness, you love a pint of Guinness? I, I probably Guinness. Guinness man, big Guinness man, I don't drink really anything else other than it. Or whiskey. Hmm. Whiskey, because this is it. I'm a whiskey because I'm a bit all over, like all over the place sometimes, as I said before, with uh-huh. my music and my thoughts and my, everything that I write. Hmm. Just all over the place. So whiskey is a good drink as well. Fantastic. <laughs> if you had a superpower, what would you? What would it be and what would you do with it? Oh, I think of this here a lot. I don't know why, but I do. A superpower. Probably... 
I know you can probably just invisibility be pretty cool. Invisibility. I think okay. just sometimes that yes, when everything's getting hectic and works you're working and you're working at the house teaching and you're working teaching and you're playing the weekend, sometimes you just want to say, Right, I'm away here, invisible. Ah. Go away somewhere and then, you know, all that track, but probably invisibility. Sort yeah. of have to have some time to yourself, do you know what I mean? Like a, like a, just yeah, a, a calm it. down period. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. What is your, your go-to hangover food or drink? I've actually started, there's a drink actually, I've only started to drink recently. It's that, it's, I think it's called Fit Kicks or something. It's the green bottle. It's like a, it's, it's like a health, it's supposed to be a healthy drink, but I don't know if it is. And that's just probably oh, full of sugar. And that's probably <laughs> pushed you up, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. And it probably, uh, obviously it has to be McDonald's. That can't be anything else. McDonald's. Everybody's is that. What, what's your order? Are you burger, nuggets, all of the above? Um, Probably Big Mac. Big Mac, good shout. Big Mac guy. Gherkins or no gherkins? Oh, gherkins. Yeah. Bit of crunch. <laughs> my man, my <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the, I'm the uh, banana smoothie as well. Oh, God. Kind of sugar in it. Helps, oh, uh, helps the hangover. Okay, it don't helps know about that. It, it, it sounds stinking, but it definitely helps the hangover. Okay, fair enough. Fair or enough. or any old shake, any any on a puff. Mine has to be banana because it's full of sugar. Lovely. lovely. <laughs> uh, if you were able to go on a date with anybody living or dead, who would you be and where would you go? Or who would it be and where would you go? Ooh. Margot Robbie. Fair play. Probably Portrush. <laughs> only joking you know probably like somewhere brilliant where you can go down there on a beach and just chill out and mm. sit down or even she's from Australia so probably Australia because they chill out in the beach and campfire play tunes around the fire tell stories just chilled out just you know fair play fair play I love it Be brilliant love it. not Portrush not Portrush <laughs> And the last question. <laughs> Benone. Benone. Uh, Benone. Benone beats. <laughs> I have a I have a magic ball in front of me. You can play yeah. any gig anywhere in the world. It can be the biggest stadium in the world. It can be your small local anywhere. Where where would you go? What would you do? You can be supporting, you can be headlighting, you can be on your own. Probably it'd have to be probably supporting Ed Sheeran in Dublin would be brilliant would be it. brilliant I love it now we have come to the end please you know tell anybody that's listening where they can find your music where they can find you on socials all the usual crack so socials would be Facebook at Ryan McGarty Music uh, Instagram at Ryan McGarty Music TikTok I've started doing that too that's brilliant for getting your songs out there and different ideas and stuff mm-hmm. uh, so TikTok obviously Ryan McGarty Music and uh, Spotify Remy Yardy Music, Apple Music, all of the uh, platforms that play the music on, it's uh, Remy Yardy Music. Cool wee character, a wee character design, so it is. Okay. Follow me. So I'll actually have to show you here. Sorry. This okay. is what... Go for it, go for it. I like it, I like it, man. I like it, I like we it. We do the guitar and we, we whistle. And can I ask, did you do that yourself or did somebody do that for you? I actually, a uh, good mate of mine, uh, Christopher McNichol, Mm-hmm. He done it from he's from Cookstown, so he's his graphic designing. So he did the he did the the we designed for me. I was talking to tell him I'm back and forth email and stuff. Uh-huh. So he he mailed he he done that there for me, which is brilliant. So brilliant. he actually does all my uh, artwork as well from the CDs. So he done my first my single 
and my album and it'll be get torturing them again now in the next year or so because there's another couple of songs out that I'm going to actually release Fantastic. so I'll be torturing them again so Daily keep your stuff. phone on Christopher if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> Daily Stuff Brian thank you very much indeed my friend perfect thank you